1: Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over two million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com/wondersuite. That's bluehost.com/wondersuite. Want to learn how to be an entrepreneur?
2: You are dedicated and devoted. To a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience The Entrepreneur Effect. We'll highlight opportunities for entrepreneurs in digital marketing through interesting, practical, and thought-provoking interviews and monologues. Increase your income and be your own boss by listening to The Entrepreneur Effect. Please welcome your host, a 25-year veteran in sales, management, and business development, Dush Ramachandran.
3: Hi, and welcome to Entrepreneur Effect. I'm Dush Ramachandran, and... Uh, Today, my guest is Magnus Unemer, who is a consultant in the marketing automation space. Uh, Magnus uh, started several companies, he sold his most recent company, and he's primarily focused right now on helping business owners uh, put in place uh, marketing automation of different kinds. Welcome, Magnus. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you for taking the time to come chat with us. So um, let's let's uh, talk a little bit about your uh, origin story. For um, um, you, would you would you know your information uh, suggests that you uh, started a company, you built a company up, and you sold it, and now you're focusing on uh, marketing automation and how marketers are using artificial intelligence and robots to automate processes. Um, so that that would give small and medium-sized businesses the ability to compete with large companies on a global scale. So uh, share with us a little bit how you got started and what was the company you've built, uh, et cetera. And then we'll, we'll dive into marketing automation.
4: Absolutely. So I have been uh, working in the international software industry for over 25 years. Um, In the first 10, 12 years, I was uh, working with product marketing, uh, promoting different types of technical software uh, in the space of uh, microprocessor chip design and uh, tools to help uh, develop software for microprocessor semiconductor chips. Um, About 15 years ago, I was uh, one of the co-founders and um, co-owners of a uh, a software company developing also um, software for um, uh, development of of, uh, uh, electronics uh, and uh, this space is probably now most well described as the internet of things industry. Um, The past 10 years or so I acted as the vice president of sales and marketing and built a uh, distributor network covering some 50 countries. Um, Help build that company from zero to a quite well-known brand in in that highly uh, specific niche, uh, let's say. Um, But we used uh, marketing automation quite effectively Uh, since we were a small tech company. uh, We have a global market, couldn't really fly uh, to each and every uh, customer visit uh, uh, due to cost and and time uh, limitations. So we, we started to use marketing automation to Uh, reach out to uh, many leads and nurture them automatically using automation tools. So I became very interested in um, marketing automation tools that could help um, automate uh, the the marketing and sales processes. And uh, this is why I, uh, when we sold that company, uh, started a new company as a uh, consultant in the marketing automation space. Uh, In the last year, I also wrote a book about uh, how to use artificial intelligence and machine learning uh, in in marketing. Um, And this is a very interesting uh, field, I think, uh, going uh, onwards uh, into the future.
3: Great. So now for our listeners who are business owners, uh, primarily in the sort of small to medium businesses, um, you know, they're... They're certainly leveraging marketing automation as it relates to, you know, email and autoresponders and so on. Um, but what you're talking about is, uh, you know, data-driven marketing with artificial intelligence, which is a, which is a whole another level. So uh, help us understand how artificial intelligence uh, can help business owners. You know, in this in this space, um, you know, certainly robotics and artificial intelligence can help uh, large companies, uh, you know, that have massive assembly plants and so on. But in the small to medium space, how do you feel like um, these technologies can help uh, business owners?
4: Mm-hmm. So uh, if you start uh, to talk a little, little bit about the traditional marketing automation that does not use AI, I think this technology is, is uh, largely underused and you can do a lot more with uh, marketing automation tools than just set up. An autoresponder that sends a few emails uh, whenever someone submits uh, their contact information in, in a form. So you can make much more uh, interesting uh, usages of marketing automation. For example, automate we uh, we complete um, process around webinars uh, where a marketing automation system knows who uh, registered for a webinar, of course, but it also knows who actually. Uh, turned up to the webinar and who didn't and then it can send different nurturing logic or different email follow-up emails to the people who attended the webinar and a different sequence of emails to those who didn't Uh, if i put a video on some website with the right technology i know who watched more than 30 seconds and who watched less than 30 seconds, and who didn't watch it at all, and I could then adjust the email nurturing sequences automatically, dependent on how someone watched the movie, for example, um, and we can do uh, all sorts of interesting things uh, using marketing automation technology, also without AI. But moving into AI, I think we will have a very, very uh, interesting a few years ahead of us, whereby the marketing automation tools will be, first of all, data-driven. So they will be fact-based and not based on gut feeling. Um, They will be self-optimizing and they will become autonomous. So we will uh, build marketing automation concepts that in effect uh, learns how to do a better job automatically over time unattended. And uh, while writing the book about marketing with artificial intelligence, I found uh, practically hundreds of different use cases where AI or machine learning could be used to improve marketing. And people mostly think about chat robots when we talk about AI in marketing, but that is just one very small corner of of the field. And you can use AI and machine learning uh, for all sorts of of, uh, really, really interesting things.
3: Okay, so um, so give us an example of um, let's say a uh, a business owner that might be uh, selling products on the internet, um, mm-hmm. and let's say they have a small uh, internet uh, storefront, um, and maybe they're doing some e-commerce, selling some physical products. Um, what would what would be some some good um, ai applications that this this business owner might be able to leverage
4: i think that the first one that comes to mind in terms of e-commerce is probably product recommendations just like amazon have excellent Mm -hmm. product recommendations algorithms you can now fairly uh, easily uh, buy product recommendation engines at reasonable cost that uh, knows uh, which product to promote to what visitor or customer uh, moving a little bit more into advanced stuff there are actually ai tools that adds psychology to the uh, conversion conversion optimization and uh, pretty much brings behavioral psychology psychology to the e-commerce uh, messaging uh, but you can also use it for commercial ratio optimization so if you have a landing page with a registration form perhaps you offer a free uh, lead magnet a pdf as an incentive for registering. Mm-hmm. Uh, Typically, we have in the past used uh, manual uh, A-B testing where we design perhaps two different uh, versions of the landing page and then we test whichever produces the best results. Now, there are AI tools that can automate the commercial ratio optimization and given enough traffic, uh, these tools can auto-generate thousands of different design permutations using a type of AI algorithms that is called um, genetic algorithms. And over time, uh, these tools will narrow down which out of all the different design variations that was auto-generated actually performs best. And after a few weeks or months, uh, we suddenly have a, a landing page that perhaps uh, generates uh, 10 or 20 or thirty percent or more, um, more uh, submissions.
3: Excellent, okay. Well, let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Magnus Unemir. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
2: Stay tuned for more of The Entrepreneur Effect when we return.
5: WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement.
2: You are experiencing the Entrepreneur Effect only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Dush Ramachandran.
3: Welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. And my guest today is is Magnus Unimer, who is a specialist in the area of marketing automation, including uh, artificial intelligence. And before the break, we were talking about how small business can leverage uh, marketing automation, and it's not just the exclusive province of large uh, businesses. So, Magnus, um, where where is uh, marketing automation and artificial intelligence going? Um, you before the break, you already talked about some of the things that um, that some that a small business might be able to use, uh, but looking. Out another say five years. What are some of the exciting areas of development? What what do you see happening that uh, the the common people don't just see today? But what do you foresee?
4: Uh, depends a little bit uh, how much into the future we should look. But generally, I think that we will see uh, marketing systems that are far less spammy and uh, can hyper-personalize the marketing message to each individual lead or customer in the database. So instead of sending uh, 100,000 emails in a mail blast at the same time, the system would send one email at 100,000 different times to make sure that each individual recipient receives it at the time that most likely produces uh, an open um, uh, for that specific person. So um, open rate uh, optimization, let's say. Mm -hmm. Um, If we Look a little bit uh, further into the future. I think once AI is commonplace in marketing, the next thing after AI will be to leverage data generated by internet connected machines, so IOT or the Internet of Things. And when all sorts of machines become internet connected, we can harvest insights from the data they generate, and that those insights can then trigger marketing automation logic. So I can uh, mention two examples: one in the B2C space and one in the B2B space. So we can start first with the, uh, with the B2B space. Uh, let's say a company is manufacturing machinery, for example, windmill farms. Using uh, uh, sensors uh, installed in the windmill, we can measure vibrations and heat patterns. using AI analytics of that data, we can, for example, conclude that a certain windmill will break down two weeks later on. Because Mm -hmm. other windmills that showed the same uh, behavioral behavioral patterns also broke down two weeks later on. So we could then uh, connect that insight to a marketing automation system that could then reach out to the owner of the windmill and offer them a service visit or spare parts uh, in advance months prior to the machine actually breaks down, in effect preventing it from breaking down in the first place. So machine-generated data, I think, will be a big thing into the future. Taking another example of that from a B2C space, we can, uh, for example, consider a health, uh, health uh, club or a weight, uh, weight-watching club who want to help their uh, members uh, reduce weight. And uh, if they give away or, or lend uh, internet-connected bathroom scales, we can measure the weight change patterns and we can then detect which kind of weight change patterns correlate to someone gaining weight four weeks down the road. And if, for example, I then expose that weight, weight change pattern now, I will likely gain weight four weeks later on and they can actually start to send me um, uh, more healthier recipes or, or a tougher training schedule automatically to prevent mem- to prevent me from gaining weight in the first place. So once AI is commonplace, I think we will apply AI uh, analytics to machine-generated data, and we will go from uh, data from uh, 10 billion people on the planet to data from 1 trillion internet-connected machines in 2025, which will change everything.
3: Right. So when we talk about um, uh, the Internet of Things um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, the the ability for... um, all of your appliances, for example, um, to communicate over the internet. Um, what what opportunities exist for business? Because you know it's it's easy to see how that might be attractive to uh, an individual. Where, for example, uh, your refrigerator knows when you're running out of milk, and mm. so it orders uh, more milk to be delivered. Or your um, washing machine knows that you're running out of uh, washing machine soap and orders additional things or uh, it knows by the uh, clothes that you put in it what sort of cycle should be used and so Mm. it programs itself and so on so for the for the individual uh, for the for the homeowner or for uh, a personal user the Use cases are, you know, quite well understood, Mm -hmm. but in the case of a business, so how might a business leverage the opportunities that are presented by the Internet of Things?
4: So I think there are at least two, two ways to see this. One is that this is a tremendous opportunity to create a lock-in effect. So if a coffee machine uh, orders new coffee beans automatically, um, then it will order the coffee beans, the machine manufacturer or the machine operator, if, if you're rented from someone, uh, uh, have decided. And if you want to sell your competing coffee beans uh, to a machine that is pre-programmed to buy uh, some other brand, then how would you ever do that? You can't. So uh, this kind of uh, products that out-to-order replenishment or consumables will um, decide which type of product to buy and uh, marketeers will have a tough time trying to market their competing products uh, to that machine because they are pre-programmed to buy a certain brand and, you know, you, it doesn't matter however you try to change them <laughs> buying a decision of that machine.
3: Right. So... Um... So, from a from a business uh, owner's perspective, um, what are what are the steps that someone should be taking today? A business owner should be taking today, to take advantage of these opportunities as they come up.
4: So, first of all, you need to have a machine uh, understand uh, certain situations. The coffee machine needs to understand that the coffee is running out, so you need to have some sensors on the machine, or in the case of a windmill, there needs to be vibration or heat sensors. Uh, Secondly, the machine must be internet connected so it can upload uh, the data to a centralized uh, cloud server. Um, And when you uh, either just respond to the fact that the coffee is running out, so it's it's a very simple software decision to order Mm -hmm. new coffee beans, or uh, in the case of the vibration patterns in the windmill, you actually need to apply AI um, algorithms to detect that most likely something is going to happen in the future. Uh, and those insights uh, will then drive marketing automation logic as well. So whenever some machinery is about to break down uh, and we detect that before it actually happens, then we need to respond to that insight, for example, by sending a service technician out there or, or uh, offering yeah, new spare parts or offering new consum- consumables automatically.
3: Right. While that while that sounds interesting, um, so... I think bringing it down to the practical level, so mm-hmm. let's stay with your uh, windmill example for a second. Mm-hmm. so so, let us say I've set up um, a business servicing windmills, right? Mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, um, even if there are windmills in the area that are internet connected and that can communicate um, you know vibration patterns, et cetera, How do I set myself up so that my business receives that information and can send out a technician because um, I may just not have access to that data. So all that data is going somewhere. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I've set up the business new. How do I, so my question to you is, how does a business take advantage of this? It's a very nice picture where all this information is available and you can, uh, you know, you can can take advantage of it and so on. But what are some practical steps a business owner that wants to take advantage of this can use?
4: So largely uh, the benefits here is for the manufacturer of a machine who can install all the technology in the machine that actually uh Measures uh, different things and, and upload them. Uh, alternatively, it could be the owner of a machine that have access to the data, or if the machine is rented as a lease, then the operator of a machine might might get the data. But you would very unlikely to get the data if you're just a new company uh, with no prior relationship to the machine manufacturer or owner. In fact, so this is why this is a great lock-in effect for those who. Uh, manufacturer of machines uh, it is less great for those who don't and uh, i think we touched upon the subject whereby we now say that ai is the new oil um, data has uh, a large commercial value nowadays uh, similar to the oil um, and whoever have access to the data i.e the oil will be the one who can become rich and this is why we see large companies like google amazon and facebook harvesting all sorts of almost irrelevant data uh, just because they can, because you never know what insights can be harvested from that data into the future and what value those insight, insights may have in the, in the future.
3: Okay, great. Well, we'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Magnus Unimer.
2: Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more of The Entrepreneur Fat when we return.
5: There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now.
2: You are experiencing the Entrepreneur Effect, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Dush Ramachandran. Welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur
3: Effect. My guest today is Magnus Unimer, who is an author, global speaker, and he's also a specialist in the area of marketing, automation, and artificial intelligence. So... Uh, Magnus, before the break, we were talking about how uh, marketing automation might be useful or might might create uh, opportunities for business owners, um, and largely, it sounded like um, it's it's great. You know, especially this this Internet of Things is good for people, uh, for the manufacturers of products that they can bake into the product uh, Internet connectivity, and and that gives them a, a lock-in factor, which which is which is great. Um, now, finally, um, what are you most excited about uh, looking forward into the future?
4: I think that while AI and machine learning now is largely considered to be very advanced and somewhat scary, uh, probably requiring PhDs in mathematics and statistics and stuff. I think the most exciting thing about all this is that it will become available in the products we use already in terms of marketing uh, software, for example. Uh, We will not even be aware there is AI that improves the capabilities of the software we are using. Uh, It will be very easy to use. And uh, just as an example of that, uh, currently we have uh, email marketing software that helps us send mail shots or even drip campaigns uh, in terms of simple marketing automation. Uh, But if we have the vendors of those uh, software solutions add machine learning or AI capabilities into those products, they will become self-optimizing and self-learning as more data becomes available. In practice, this means that Uh, As mentioned before, we don't send a mail shot all in one go, but we send the emails at different times of the day uh, to to, uh, try to optimize the open rate because different people may want to open uh, get the emails at different times. Uh, But we may also have AI solutions that optimize the cadence. Automatically, so certain people may get one email every day, while other people may get uh, emails just once a week because that uh, crowd just don't want emails or respond to them if they come too often. And AI-based uh, email marketing solutions could detect that automatically and and adjust the behavior for each and every individual person in a database. Uh, Uh, There are also, uh, already on the market, AI tools that can help optimize email subject lines to propose subject lines that leads to higher open rate, for example. And all these solutions will be very easy to use. Perhaps there's just a checkbox in the email marketing software where you enable or enable or disable um, uh, optimized email send times, and you don't need to know anything about AI or machine learning to actually use it. And I think that is very exciting.
3: Very nice. And then, um, so for our listeners who might want to connect with you, do you work uh, what, with uh, uh, individual business owners on a one-on-one basis, helping them uh, integrate, um, you know, artificial intelligence and marketing automation into their businesses?
4: Absolutely. Um, I work with uh, many small companies and medium-sized companies. Uh, in some cases, it is uh, fairly simple marketing automation in a traditional sense. In some cases it can be quite advanced marketing automation still in the traditional sense. And uh, for some customers who are eager to move into the future I help them, help them with AI based uh, marketing automation solutions. And, uh, and I offer that to, to companies across the world.
3: Okay, and so how would, um, how would someone uh, get in touch with you if they wanted to leverage your expertise?
4: So uh, I think they can find uh, my contact information on my website, uh, unemeyer.com, uh, or find me on LinkedIn, uh, Magnus Unemeyer.
3: Okay, so unemeyer.com is U-N-E-M-Y-R.com, is that correct? Yes. Excellent, so um, unemeyer.com, or they can find you on LinkedIn. Uh, are you available to uh, communicate with anybody that might be interested by email, Absolutely, yeah, uh,
4: okay. absolutely.
3: Okay, and what would be a good email address to reach you at? Uh,
4: sales at unameyer.com.
3: Okay, sales at unameyer.com. and that would be an opportunity for uh, people to connect with you. Um, so, uh, very quickly before we uh, before we go, we just have one minute uh, left in our segment. Um, what would be some some parting advice that you would give to business owners about marketing automation?
4: I think the most important thing is to get started uh, and not misuse it to spam people, but rather use it wisely uh, to create more engaging experiences that are better targeted and uh, to automate the sales process from anonymous visitor on the website down to the uh, sales call, uh, pre-screening people, uh, nurture them automatically.
3: Okay. Um, So that would... And do you have um, any sort of best practices that you might be able to provide to to users
4: yeah i think the most important thing is actually to to become less spammy and uh, provide uh, educational uh, or informational content that brings value and not be salesy and pushy
3: okay that is that is good advice uh thank you very much magnus and uh appreciate your spending your time with us thank you it's been a pleasure and thank you